0: all right right all right appreciate it good morning good afternoon good evening whenever it is it is and i hope it's good for you my name is Clay Lawson. Welcome to the podcast. Um, you know what I noticed? I noticed uh, a couple of weeks ago that, um, that the Candace Owens program uh, uses the very same intro music. Now, where it came from is YouTube. Uh, I didn't listen to her first and then use it. Uh, as a matter of fact, I, and I, I'm pretty sure Candace didn't listen to me and decide to use it. I think it was cool. And it's, it's, it's a little thing called Chucky truck e t r u c k e e and um it is in the um youtube library and it's supposed to be youtube safe so that pretty much makes it pod podcast safe so that's what you have to do you have to be super careful and you have to play their game the way they want you to play their game uh, to keep from getting copyright strikes and that kind of stuff so that's what we used, and it was in. It was all set up, and I, and actually, it makes great intro and ext- and outro, ext- outro music. So uh, it's funny, Candice and I have similar taste in intro music. It doesn't matter, but in any case, um, I trust that you have been well. I trust that things have gone your way, the way that you need them to go, in order to be successful for yourself, and your business and your family. Um, Things are okay here. I have suffered um, the past three weeks with some inflammation in my right ankle, and um, it has been um, awful, terrible, um, to be honest with you. Uh, two days ago, uh, fr- I guess a couple days ago, Friday, I went to the, um, the doctor to, to finally have him look at it, and he sent me right off to have um, an ultrasound done, a venous um, Doppler Done to see if I had a blood clot. A Little overdiagnosis for a sore ankle, but welcome to the uh, 21st century and ter- and what 21st 21st century medicine is. So I spent thirty dollars on a um, a doctor visit uh, at, for a copay, and Lord knows how much we're going to have to pay for that venous Doppler uh, because insurance doesn't cover all of it anymore. Even if, yes, even if it's ordered by a doctor, or so. Uh, and I came home and, and after knowing that I spent $30 plus probably a couple of hundred dollars, I still had a hurt ankle. Um, so a couple of days ago I was not a happy, I was not a happy puppy. Uh, but I've taken the meloxicam and, um, the state of state in front of the pain with the Tylenol and, uh, I'm feeling pretty good. So I thought I'd, uh, but I would not come out here and, and mess with you for a little bit. In any case, um, the title of the program can sort of lead you to where we're going. It's called the return to the conservative underground. And I believe that this is going to be the way forward, at least in, at least in the, um, in the short term. Uh, every day we find we find out that access to and through social media is becoming more and more difficult for conservatives. Um, all the major social media outlets are openly hostile to conservatives and conservative views openly hostile. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube have banned, shadow banned, throttled, and demonetized numerous conservative, conservative entities uh, in the past 10 years. Um, so it seems that like the only way forward, at least in the meantime, is to take a step back, technologically speaking. We may have to get back to a more direct communication method. We may have to get back to Email. And websites. Now, why why do I say that? Um, I got an email from a um, a friend of mine um, the other day that never sends emails. Never sends emails. And um, and this person had been demonetized for years on YouTube to the point. Where you know what if you're not going to be you know making you know what any bank to keep that thing going and you got to pay for it yourself um, you're gonna you you you're gonna you're gonna throttle back on how much you can actually do right which is the whole point of what YouTube is up to excuse me it's having some Pellegrino because I'm thirsty uh, so he, he, he sent out an email and I thought well and he wasn't really happy i mean in his return email and he had to send out another one because he actually forgot to put in the link to help him he was who's asking for some for some assistance some monetary assistance you know assistance and then he forgot to put the link in the email so he had to send another one and he was sort of disappointed at the the lack of response and i understand because emails frankly people don't open yours truly at one point in my um gmail inbox had over eleven thousand unopened emails no i i no you heard me right eleven thousand unopened emails so I'm not likely to open yeah my inbox and my spam and my spam folder for me were the same were the same thing um so I have not in the past few years been likely to open an email, especially from an email from like a cause or a person um, that I might follow. I may probably won't open your email. Ted Cruz, I'm on your mailing list, but I'm probably not reading your emails. So it occurred to me that maybe it's time to do something different. Maybe it's time that we, again, take a step back, technologically speaking, and get back to more direct communication. Like, email is pretty direct communication, because for the most part, I have to have some contact with you, and I can, and I'm basically talking directly to you. Even if I'm, if I send out 10,000 emails, I want to say the very same thing to everybody, but I'm only saying the very same thing to everybody that I want to hear it, where, um... Where, where social media is, I put a post up on Facebook. I'm talking to pretty much everybody who's my Facebook friend, right? So some of us have. Um, well, let, let's take a little break first, and um, then we'll get back and we'll talk about the particulars. And uh, and I'll talk to you, I'll talk to you why and how I came up with, you know, what I came up with this in the past couple days. Uh, let's take a little break first. We'll be back right after this message. In America, there are three proven ways to build wealth: business, investment, and real estate. All three seem to have high hurdles to jump to get into. But believe it or not, real estate is the lowest of the three hurdles, and multifamily real estate investing is the best way to go. From duplexes to apartment complexes, multifamily investing brings the biggest bang for your investment buck. My friends at Buy It, Rent It, Profit. And the Landlord Academy are ready, willing, and able to get you going on the path of building wealth. Contact Joe Ebanks and Brian Chavis at BuyItRentItProfit.com. BuyItRentItProfit.com. Hi, this is Willie Lawson. You know, with so much content whizzing around out there, there's only one storytelling platform that helps you keep calm and stay informed and inspired it's Flipboard yeah Flipboard curates the world story so you can be smarter in your work life and play choose from thousands of topics to personalize Flipboard and get the latest stories from the best publishers and experts delivered to you 24 7 when you see stories that you want to save or share welcome back welcome back to the podcast uh i want want to talk a little bit about how i got to this point um i thought it interesting that um when i first heard from my friend and and the person i'm talking about you see if you if you're if you're watching this on ball talk radio uh if you're listening to this on ball talk radio you can see the pictures of my friend alphonse rachel um so and um Zoe, about 2008, 2009, 2010, was super popular. Um, He was making great YouTube videos, tremendous content, lots of interaction. Um, He worked for PJ Media, he worked in in and around PJ Media for a while, but even then, even after that, um, started doing his own thing and was great at it. Just awesome at it. So, So much, in fact, that I actually uh, contacted him, and he actually came out and did a Juneteenth event for me here in Tampa. We flew him across the country, um, and um, he came and did an event and then flew right back that very night. Um, There is a a missing piece to that, and I will explain it to you and then ask for your help in it um, near near the end of the program. So please stay tuned to the end of the program for that. As it doesn't have a real, it's not really why I'm doing this, this, but I really would like to um, talk to you about it at the end of the program. Um, So listen, um, so we, we just emails back and forth and and he had told me that he'd been, he'd been demonetized on, on YouTube for a long time. Video after video, after video, after video video, um, were demonetized, making it more and more. And it's been going on for years I know a lot of you a lot of you have just heard of this kind of stuff, but it's been going on for a really long time. So you so you were wondering what happened to Zoe? Did Zoe just go away? No. Zoe didn't just go away. Zoe is still working his tail off. As a matter of fact, if you saw the God's nail movie, you saw Alfonso Rachel. He was a black detective. Did you like that? That's my friend Zoe. Awesome, awesome, and not just another Hollywood actor someone who someone who is truly Christian and pro-life so um, it was great for him to have the bad exposure in this movie, although uh, mainstream media uh, and social media did their best their damnedest to make sure that this this movie didn't get any coverage. Um, on any of their platforms. Major major newspapers who has a person on staff who reviews movies, no none of the major newspapers would review the movie. They pretended like it didn't exist. They didn't want to draw one bit of interest so someone would go and watch the movie and make a decision for themselves. This is what we're up against. This is what we're up against. So I think that it it is maybe time to get back to a a mode of technological communication that doesn't depend on Facebook. It doesn't depend um, on Google. It doesn't depend on YouTube. It doesn't depend on Twitter. And you know what It doesn't depend on any of that stuff? Email. You can still use email. And you don't have to use Gmail. There are other um, email services that you can use. Now, I'm not here to advertise any of them at this point. If any of them want to get a hold of me and we we want to talk a deal, then we can talk a deal. And then I would push one or the other. Right now, use what you got. Use what you got. So as far as we know now, nobody is throttling back email. Right? As far as we know. So, we can share information, video, speeches, blogs, posts, all the things that we need to share on another form of technological communication that we've sort of gotten away from websites. I remember when everybody was trying to build a website. Everybody was trying to build a website, and everybody was trying to get you to go to that website. Right? But now, fortunately, it's easier. And easier to build a website is cheaper and cheaper to do so. So now we may have to get back to just that. I think there is a place still to, for some of us, to continue to, you know, bang at the door of um, of social media. I think I think large entities that can afford it. Because they have the lawyers and, and, and like like um, Stephen Crowder, that's fine. He should continue. So should PragerU, uh, and and some and some others who basically have the the resources to do that. But a lot of us who do not have the resources and and can find and continue to find ourselves in demonetized, shadow banned, throttled um, situations may need to go back. And rethink our strategy and say, maybe email is a thing. Well, again, and all this thing because of Zoe, he sent me, well, it didn't just send me, he sent out an email blast. And I thought, you know, what can I do? I don't have a list of 10,000 email addresses. I don't have a list of 10,000 email addresses but by on the same same token I did not buy any email addresses you know when it was popular to buy them to buy email addresses I did not I didn't for two reasons frankly I I I think that is creepy and spamish and I didn't have any money <laughs> so I didn't buy any email addresses so I gathered them you know the best way I can asking for them you know asking for them you know calling them when I had interaction with people you know what I'm saying so i have probably i don't know 500 email addresses some, some somewhere around uh, around there and so what i did was i decided that i would i would direct people through my email address to Zoe's latest video. That's what I would do. That I would direct people to to Zoe's latest uh, video on YouTube by way of my email list. Now I knew that I mean that this will be our first or my first shot at it. At this point, and then maybe next month I'll do another because what you don't want to do, here's the deal. You don't want to draw a whole bunch of attention to yourself by sending out a blast to, you know, to your entire list every day because we have to be a lot more savvy about it. So I hadn't sent out a, an email blast, hadn't had reason really to send out an email blast in, in, in a month and a half, maybe more. I have to look back and find out the last time that I sent out an email blast. Um, But it's been a while. Because I'm not afraid to use my email list, but I want to use it in a way that's beneficial to me. Let's see here. Um, The last email blast I sent was November November 3rd of last year. So what I'm not going to get is a whole bunch of people unsubscribing because they think that I'm spamming them. I basically explain in the email that uh, I been a while since I sent one, but here's what here's here's why I'm sending this one. And I'm going to tell you, it seems to have worked. It seems to have worked. Uh, let me tell you the numbers. The numbers are small. The numbers are small because this was a this was an experiment, right? Uh, I I honed down my list to people who had opened um, my last five campaigns, email campaigns. That was 146 subscribers to my list. Over th- at this point, over 30% of them have opened and, 5%, and almost 5% of them have actually clicked on the link. Now, it's not a lot it isn't but we can ask through our list for some very specific things for people to do now the idea is and and i think how it is probably going to be a better thing to do is because it doesn't cost them any money it doesn't cost the the person who gets your email any money we're not asking them for money always we may be asking them to watch a video. That's it. Can you watch this four-minute video? Thank you. And can you share this link through email? Oh, or frankly, with whatever thing that's that's comfortable to you, with with some of your friends through whatever social media or email sources that you use. Let me explain to you how I'm thinking about this. Let's say I've got a video on my YouTube channel that I want you to watch. I know that if I put the link to the video on Facebook, what I'm sure of is that of my 4,000 Facebook contacts, Maybe 10 will see it. Okay? Maybe 10 will see it. And of that 10, one, one of them will actually do it. So, of uh, 4,000 Facebook contacts, because of throttling and because of shadow banning, of four thousand Facebook contacts, I will probably have one person who actually clicks on the link and watches the video. One. Now if I send if I send an email out to a hundred people and thirty percent of them open the email and then Five of them. Click on the link. You can see how m- how much how how much better that actually is. My be- I mean, the bang for the buck. I can actually, with a lot fewer people to start with, get a lot more impact. So I've got five. So, I'm, so instead of this minuscule whatever. One of 4,000 is I can get five of a of hundred. Five of a hundred. That's a lot better. And now what we, and, and then what we really hope is that in doing that, if you can get these hundred people to share, each of them share with one more person, So you can double this number number to 200, and hopefully you'll double the other number to 10. At Facebook, you're done. Once you put, you're done, you're done. You're going to get that one person, and then you're done. You have 4,000 contacts, and and you're not going to, and no one's ever going to see it. At least you have a shot if we can start thinking about, we need to start opening our email again. We need to start using email again. That is not not all of it is spam, not all of it is um penis enlargement um testosterone replacement uh a lot of it is, but this may be where we have to go back to to move forward again to continue to organize this may be what well, we have to we might have to go underground in that sense now the other the, the the other side of this is websites that aren't youtube that aren't facebook that aren't twitter and we'll talk about that when we get back from these messages thanks so much for listening we'll we'll be back right, right after this are you looking for a reliable transportation but you don't have a bunch of money are you wary of used car types and you should be. You just need a car you can afford and a dealer you can trust. Great news. Good Guy Cars is here. John Desbrow is something you don't find every day, an honest used car dealer. Good Guy Cars is at 8412 Industrial Boulevard in Tampa, Florida. The phone number is 813 813- Nine 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 two. That's eight one three nine 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 two. The web address is www.goodguycars.com. Hi, this is Willie Lawson. You know, with so much content whizzing around out there, there's only one storytelling platform that helps you keep calm and stay informed and inspired it's flipboard yeah flipboard curates the world story so you can be smarter in your work life and play choose from thousands of topics to personalize flipboard and get the latest stories from the best publishers and experts delivered to you 24 7 when you see stories that you want to save or share just tap the plus button and add them to your private or public collections, it's that simple. It's used by millions of people every day. Flipboard is how people move themselves and the world forward. So get started now at Flipboard.com. That's Flipboard.com. All right. Welcome back. Thank you so much for spending some time with us um, today. Um, my name is Willie Lawson. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, the, the the second part about um, returning to the conservative underground will have to do with websites. Now what websites have become is really not much more than business cards, right? Because everybody's moved all their crap to social media, right? For immediate engagement and stuff you want people to you know, to actually you're trying to send them from your website to your social media platforms you want them to join you on Facebook and interact with you on Facebook you want them to join you on Instagram interact with you on Instagram um, you want them to to, to, to to shout you out on on Twitter and and those kind of things and snapchat ask what you really want but that's, and that's what people are using their websites to do. They're really not much more than business cards. You really can't do much on most business websites anymore. You just can't. Um, so we're going to have to get back to websites. Well, because the, everything you want to tell somebody on a, on, on a blog website, you can. You can and if you and if they want to go there directly no one can stop them they've got the link in their email box they've got a synopsis that you write of what the what the post is about and guess what they can go right there and see it all if you want to if you want to embed a video you can and you don't have to worry about it being throttled so if the five people of the 100 that want to go and see it, they will. So when you do a video and you and and, and this is this is a problem. You do a video and you have four thousand Facebook contacts, and then you put the link in to your um. You put the link in to your Facebook, and then you think and 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 stupidly we all think that that that, that immediately. 4,000 people are going to click on that link and go and see that video. And, And what you're finding out is not only aren't they going to go, most of them won't even see it. But at least if you send an email, at least the chance of, again, once we get back into the habit of opening our email, the chance of someone actually seeing your email are a lot higher or a lot higher because it won't be hidden from them intentionally. You know what I'm saying? Now, I know people still don't answer their email, and, and I, I know I'm the guy who had 11,000 of them, uh, unop- unopened emails. Uh, I have changed my way. I have. But the idea is that at least the person that I'm sending it to will have a chance of seeing it. No one else will they will get to decide if they open it or not. Not um, not the arbiter of truth, justice, and the communist way uh Mark Zuckerberg or jack at or at jack at on uh, on Twitter they won't get to decide the person who I sent it to will see my name and then they will get to decide whether they open it or trash it and I'd be perfectly you know what I'd be perfectly cool with frankly. If I posted a link to a video I did on YouTube or or Vimeo or, or whatever, and then it all 4,000 of my Facebook contacts saw it, and then only three decided to do anything, that would be different. But I'm not even getting that opportunity. I'm not even getting in front of the people that I think I'm getting in front of. Where if you send an email and you direct them to a website, they that won't be throttled, that can't be throttled. It's a very direct connection, and then the person that you, are, uh, that you are communicating with gets to make that decision. That's got to be the way forward. It has got to be the way forward, doesn't it? you know so i think that we have to start looking at how we are going to move forward especially in the next up into the next through the next election cycle and forward and and, and i say in the meantime until somebody somebody and i and and I, I, I wish I could decide that there is going to be a social media platform that works. That is, quote, and I don't know why I can hear this Facebook like. You got to be real careful, obviously, copyright, that kind of stuff, intellectual property. That's Facebook like. That. that that interface that that interfaces with the rest of our world, kind of like Facebook does, that will allow us to speak. Until you have something like a YouTube that has the reach and the and the usability and and the the ability to to monetize videos, that will allow us to speak. And I don't think anything's I don't I don't think anything is come up. I don't think anything has come up and is is showing itself ready to take the place of Facebook or take the place even for the conservative world of of YouTube, and especially at the volume that YouTube and Facebook exist. But I'm pretty sure. what I am. But what I'm pretty sure of, I'm going to tell you is that this constant screaming and yelling and trying to get in into that door is that a lot of us need to start spending time going around back. We can't go in the front door. We got to go around back. We got to start opening our email again. Make email great again. Mega, mega, mega. Make email great again. And start using it again. Before we get out of here, I'm going to go ahead and tell you the rest of the story. Um, thanks thanks for, li- for listening into the end of the podcast. I appreciate that. I'm going to go ahead and tell you the rest of the story. Um, 2008, 2012, there was nobody hotter, nobody more amazing and funny and just cool as crap than Alfonso Rachel. There just wasn't anybody better. Zo was great. Got notification to Zoe videos, just start what you're doing, click on the button, go watch those videos. Smart. Just funny, wonderful. And back then, and I'm th- talking about this back then because it was golly 10 years ago, 11 years ago, um, there was basically this, this community of black conservative activists that were very much open to um, talking to one another, helping one another, however they could. Uh, that's when Kevin Jackson, y- y'all know Kevin Jackson, he had a pro- he had a program here on Blog Talk Radio, and and is now on Salem, um, and he'll tell you that my show was better than his, and probably still is. <laughs> I like Kevin. Uh, I always did like Kevin. Kevin was funny. Kevin was truthful. It, Kevin was a, a firebrand, still is. Um, and we all shared each other's cell phone numbers. This is this this is the deal. We all shared each other. I you know I I used to have Kevin's cell phone number in my phone, and, and with Alfonso Rachel's cell phone number in my phone. Um, I had uh, Star Parker's cell phone number in my phone. There was a you know. She, uh, and, and I still have Shirley Hussar and, and, and a bunch of other people. We were uh, C. L. Bryant, K. Carl Smith, a community of people. Well, my friend Alfonso Rachel did something very special for me. I, I put on a uh, a Juneteenth event that was sponsored by the Hillsborough uh, County, the African American, the African American. Uh, Republican Club of Hillsborough County. I wasn't the president. I wasn't an officer at the time. I was just a worker bee, but I was a a pretty damn good worker bee. I was a worker bee that made crap happen. And um, the president was and is a little older and not as hip to um, the technology and really not as hip to um, getting stuff done in the way that I thought we should get stuff done, but he was open to let me do it. Unfortunately, we have since fallen out. But at the time, I was trying to—I was trying to make the club, uh, which was very, very small, which is only a few people—and him look as good as possible because that's what I do. If I'm your assistant, you are your status in life has improved because I will—I will—I will do things for you. I'll make it happen for you. So anyway, I put on this um, this event sponsored by the club. And um, I got some local people to come and speak. I know that I would speak. I knew my friend, Eddie AD Adams Jr., who would run for Congress, would speak. Uh, I got some, um, some local elected officials to come speak. And I thought, I need a headliner. I need a headliner. I need a headliner. Who can I get? Who can I get? I said, how about Alfonso Rachel? I didn't know. I didn't have any idea if he could do it or if he would do it. I didn't have any idea about how much it would cost. I didn't have any idea how much it would cost. I asked him. But what I did know is that I'd I'd have to get him here and get him back home. If nothing else, I'd have to get him here and get him back home. I'll be honest with you. I was hoping that that getting him here and getting him back home would be enough. But he said he needed a thousand dollars. Which you think about it now is nothing, right? Zero. So I got I, from my own personal account, got his um, his plane ticket. Southwest. Sorry, dude. Can't fly your Delta. Can't fly you American. Ain't got that kind of cash. You're you. And I I have too much love and respect for you to to fly your spirit. So, Southwest. And he was cool with that. To and from Tampa. Basically, coming into Tampa on one day and leaving very much, first thing in the morning, first thing in the morning, going back. No, that's the same day, as a matter of fact. Same day. In and out, same day. Put him up in a hotel, basically for a few hours. I, I had to store him someplace, but I had stuff to do. I drove him around. I drove him around personally in my car. So he didn't have to get an Uber. Or he didn't have to do any of that stuff or, or catch a cab or or get a car service. No, I towed him around where he needed to be myself We fed him at the event. Okay. The only thing that we weren't able to do is give him his his $1,000. And through a series of embarrassing and frustrating events, I was basically told by the president who at that point had gotten one of his friends to join the club, that we weren't going to. I guess they thought that somehow that I was going to be able to to just write the check. But I was pretty much told that we weren't going to. And I thought, well, that just sucks. Now, I had the checkbook for the club. And I could have written a check, but there was no money in the account. It was embarrassing and frustrating. It crapped my reputation here in town and with Alfonso Rachel and that community. Because if you don't pay somebody, guess what happens? That bit of information gets out. That you stiffed somebody on a on an event. That information gets out. So what's happened? So you're asking, golly, to, uh, what's happened in the meantime? What's happened in the meantime is that I spent some time in the hospital um, after my um, I had congestive heart failure. And we have faced some personal challenges my uh, my wife had a uh, cancer scare um so we've faced some personal challenges here in our lives so not so yes now not 10 years later probably 6 year, six or 7 years later uh what I'm trying to do now is I'm trying to make good I'm trying to make good so here's what I need you to do I need you to send me an email at wls860@gmail.com, at wls860x860 um, at gmail.com, and I want you—I want you to send me an email with an email address that you're good with receiving an email from me, directing you to um, either a video from, um, from by Zoe or a link and or a link to one of the three books that he's written. We're going to try to get that money back into his pocket one way or another. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try to get that money that we owe him, I owe him, back in his pocket one way or another. Again, either either by a link to his video to, to one of his videos, um, one of his the new the newest video he has out, and or a link to the Amazon page where you can purchase one of his three books, or and or to his website where you can publish, where you can can buy his latest book. That's how we're going to do it. That's how we're going to that's how we're going to hold each other. Sign up. That's how we're going to win. All right, we got to get out of here and make room for somebody else. All right, so until we see you again, go out there and learn something, love somebody. And for goodness sakes, and I mean this, from the bottom of my heart, take care of yourself. We will see you when we see you. Bye-bye.